Welcome to another episode of Eat, Shit, and Dice. A John D. wants to do it. Okay, John D., go ahead. It was supposed to be my turn. Okay. So, welcome to another episode of Eat, Shit, and Dice, a fortnightly podcast about board games and sometimes food. I'm John D., and with me, as always, is Jared. That's me. And this week, we're going to talk about board games, the final frontier. So, we're talking about space games. Yeah. It was about time, because... Okay, so here's what happened, right? Um... We talked for like an hour and a half about space games. <laughs> and then we were like, why don't we just instead of trying to shoehorn space games into an episode, it's not about space games. Let's just talk about space games that yeah. we like because yeah. there's a lot of them. And we both like space games. So, I mean, clearly I'm a big Star Trek fan. Jared's super into Star Wars. So it would ergo we like space games. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first space game that we should talk about is... Um, Twilight Imperium. Well, I was going to make a a Tesla joke, but sure. Oh, <laughs> You're right, because of the Super Bowl commercial. A, no, there's a car in space, John D. What? There's a car in space right now. The Tesla? Yeah. Okay. There's a car in space right now on its way to Mars. God, stupid Tesla. Yeah. Uh, well, do you remember that Star Trek The Next Generation episode? Uh, or no, it was Voyager. Was it Voyager where they found a, a truck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they did some weird did some weird stuff with with Voyager. I think my favorite part of that was like they got in the truck and turned it on and it just started. Cuz that's how it would work. It's totally Anyway, how it yeah, so uh Twilight Imperium, I love it. It's great. John D doesn't ever want to play it because it's long. Well, and I was recently looking at some pictures of people playing it. God, there are so many parts and pieces to that game. It yes. makes me not want to play it even more. Well, you know, I can't help you with that. <laughs> Pass. But I get we're not going to talk about Twilight nope. Imperium. We've we talked about it. If you want to hear us talk about it, you listen, can listen to, to other episode episodes. Twenty eight. Yes, we talked about it a lot. Um, we did. We're also not necessarily going to talk about Battlestar Galactica. But it, we are going to clarify something that we recently we missed. I believe in episode twenty seven. Wow. How do you know what numbers? Anyway, we're, yeah, we were talking about Battlestar Galactica about how I played it with a group of friends and we. Put someone in the brig and they couldn't get out. And, and I said I was confused about how they couldn't get out. Well, one of the guys that played that game with us was like, oh, um, you know, I think what happened was my character had a power that let me increase difficulty like skill checks. And I think I just used that. And I, I don't necessarily remember exactly what happened, but that sounds right. And, and that makes a lot more sense because Jared, in the episode we discussed it, Jared was like, well, you can't just walk out of the bridge. You can't just, it's a jail. You can't just leave. And I was like, in the game, you don't, the other players can't just force you to stay in the brig because that's not how the game works. So this is our clarification because I was confused. Well, I am not a jail, a jail man. <laughs> so I don't know. So, yeah, we're not going to talk a lot about it, though, because we did recently talk about Battlestar Galactica. In an episode. So moving on from there. Um, okay. Well, then that's fine. I guess we also shouldn't spend too much time talking about the Firefly board game either. We did talk a lot about, that, about that fairly recently, but we do really like it. Yes. It just takes up a lot of space. And Eclipse as well. It's another great space game that we talked about, I think, uh, the in last a, episode. In episode 28, we did. Yes. In, game, in our episode about games that take a long time to play. Yes, because it does take a little while. More than three. Uh, three hours or more. Mm, yes. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't 
particularly want to spend a lot of time talking about Cosmic Encounter either. I've talked about that a lot. It was on my 10 by 10 last year, this year, the year before. It's, it's, it's always on there. It is. And now with Tabletop Simulator, it's one of the few games that I can actually play with randos and it's okay. Like, okay, a lot of people use Tabletop Simulator to play Secret Hitler. And I don't, I don't understand I don't how get that, that works. The, the, the only reason to play Secret Hitler is so that you can bluff your friends. And playing with random people online where you cannot see their facial expressions. And also you don't know their mannerisms to know like, okay, this guy's lying. I don't, yeah, it's not fun to me. I don't, I don't understand that. But playing so, Cosmic Encounter is easier. Cosmic Encounter, I believe we talked about that in like our very first episode We've talked ever. about it a few times, yeah. And this is our anniversary episode. Mm, yeah. So... Well, I mean, the math doesn't work out, but because there's 50. Anyway. Anyway. But it's basically yes. our anniversary. Yes. Because uh, I remember I mentioned that I wanted to play Cosmic Encounter so I could play the peeps. Yes. Even though that's not what they are. They look like peeps. <sighs> they look so. like peeps. Okay. But that's fine. It's a race yeah. that you can in one of the expansions. And we've posted a picture of them on our Instagram about a year ago. You can go find it, and they look like peeps. Yeah, I believe I was holding a cat in the picture. Yeah, because we're not going to link peeps. you to that. That's too much work. No. <laughs> it's hard to link to Instagram pictures anyway, but it's there. I'm holding Jared's cat and the card that has the peeps. Um, We've talked about Galaxy Trucker a lot as well. Because John D. Rage quits. Yes, it. John D. Rage quit. We were, we were setting up. We were in the part of the game where you build your ship, and then John D. just kind of picked everything up and dumped it back in the box. And said, it was right, the very first time we went to Origins together. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I rage quit because I, I don't do well with real-time games. Well, you're going to do real well <laughs> with real-time games when we do that episode. Uh, yeah, we're going to be playing a lot of them. Um, yep. That'll that'll be fun. You guys will all point and laugh at Johnny. Oh, my God. We should. <laughs> oh, my God. We should get video of all we, of that. We Just, should. I agree. Um, you guys should get video, and we'll post a lot of video of John D. I we will, we will, guys, we will post video. You guys can. You point heard it in. here first, and we will. We'll only. I am all. I'm all for it. We can post video so that all of our fans can point and laugh at John D. Getting irritated with real time games. Yeah, uh, and we can also make fun of John D. For talking in the third person. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Why is she doing that? I don't know. Because I feel like it. Uh, what about this Star Trek? I just put Star Trek, but I feel like that's not. That's I know, not a I, game. That's a. It's not that's a, a game. license. There, because there's there's so many. Star Trek well, yeah, games. but we talk about a lot of Star Trek games. We've talked about what Ascendancy. We recently um, talked about Ascendancy, and it's not my favorite of all of them. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Well, and there's the the Star Trek deck building game. There's the Star I Trek. I love Catan. the Star Trek deck building game. There's. Uh, we can settle on the Star Trek deck building game for a minute. Okay. So okay. I, I really like deck there's building. There's three games. of them. Well, they're all the same. It's just different well, versions. Right. But, but you've got original series. Original you've series. Got next generation. And then you've got like Borg. It's, no, it's two different versions of the next generation. Oh, okay. Um, it's just one of them. The picture has the Borg, like Jean-Luc Picard and the Borg. And one uh, of Locutus. Just, yes. It, well, it has him. It, it, yeah. It's got Locutus. But anyway, there's two different versions of the next generation and there's original series. There's not like Voyager or DS9 or anything like that. They never made any of those. That is dumb. I, I don't think All the right, game. Paramount. Here's, if any executives from Paramount are listening, here's what I want you to do. I want you to relicense that game. I want you to do not Discovery, but any other version. 
Uh, I don't think the game was popular enough for them to keep doing it. It's not. I mean, it's a good game. I really like it. But there's so many deck builders out there that it just wasn't a runaway hit. No, no. So. And it's not that it's a bad game. It's it's just. It's not. It just Um, doesn't do anything for me. I really like it. Um, I don't get to play it much because it's not like I have a ton of like big Star Trek fan like friends that want to go, oh, uh-huh, if yeah. we're going to play Deck Builder, let's play Star Trek. Oop. Well, that's fine. So, but I do really like it. I'm sorry. I m- messed up What are volume. you doing I to my volume? I messed up your volume and I fixed it. Okay. I um, thought I was adjusting the other one, but it was, a, it okay. was the wrong one. Anyway, so I really do like the Star Trek Deck Building game. I thought I was adjusting my volume and I forgot that you're mic one and I'm mic two. Good job. So I think that the Star Trek deck building game does a really good job of of capturing the feel of Star Trek in a deck builder. It 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 captures okay. like the idea of missions and the different characters and and what they would do on a ship and on a mission in a deck building theme. Well, I will say this for the Star Trek deck building game. I like it more than I like the dice game. I like the dice game too. Five year mission, Star Trek five year mission. I like the immediacy of five year mission. I I like the attempt at the game, but it, a, a lot of it is like, okay, if I don't like the way that it presents with the urgency, like, okay, well, we were trying to fix this warp core reactor breach Mm -hmm. but now there's tribbles and we have to fix the tribbles before we can fix the reactor breach like that doesn't make any sense to me it is it is problematic in that fact because i mean if you think about okay yeah in the game what happens is you have there's cards and you roll dice to quote unquote complete the card like uh like you do in that last las vegas dice game like there's three different alerts there's there's just regular like there's just green, yeah. yellow, and red. So green would just be like a, a normal, like laid back. Here's a little bit of an issue that we need to take care of. And then there's yellow alert where it's like, okay, this is a little bit more serious. And then, of course, there's red alert that you're like, you know, red alert. You have to it's, deal with that. You have to deal with red alert right away. But and for me, the problem is if I'm in the middle of doing, they stack. They do. And I thematically, that doesn't work for me. Like I understand it in a real spaceship that sometimes something's on fire <laughs> right. and you have to deal with the fire. But while you're on the way to dealing with the fire, you're not going to go, oh, crap, Th- that thing's happening. Now we can't we- ignore the fire. We have to deal with one of the experiments got out and is chewing on a wire. Like he- there's a f- there's a fire. Right. I, I mean, there, there's a thing called suspension of disbelief, Jared. <laughs> yes. Which with board games, sometimes you just have to <laughs> to use your suspension of That's disbelief fair. in order for a mechanic to work. I just I like it's not I, my yeah, favorite. Game. I get what you're saying. I do like the cooperative, um, the cooperative mechanic of the game. It does kind of give you that that starship crew feel. Mm-hmm. I like that aspect of the game well, a lot well, and i like fine, the fact that the character cards flip over so you can be playing original series yeah. or next generation i just think it's not the best star trek game the best uh, in my opinion the best star trek games uh, are not star trek games and that applies to computer games as well because there's that um what's that thing that's it's not called star trek bridge simulator that's one thing but there's another one yeah bridge simulator is a video game yes but what's the other one the one that's not actually a star trek game but is but 
Back to Star Trek board games. Yeah, you talk about that. I'm going to look at Artemis. Oh, Artemis is actually, that's Star Trek as well. It's not licensed, though. Artemis is not licensed to be Star Trek. Is it not? It is not. Huh. It's its own thing. Huh. I so, thought I always thought it was actually Star Trek. It is as far as I know, I'm sure it has the blessing of Paramount where they just go, Hey, don't don't say that it's Star Trek and we don't care what you do. Huh. And actually Bridge Simulator may be built on that. I don't know. But the same goes with, with board games. My favorite Star Trek it goes for the shows too. My favorite Star Trek show is not a Star Trek show. Mm. I'm sorry, but the Orville is a better Star Trek show than Discovery. It it just is. Fight me. Um, but my favorite Star I Trek I really board like game, the Orville. Um, Discovery has grown on me. It's I gotten better. I still won't say it's super awesome. It's not Star Trek. But it has grown. It's it's Star Trek. It's just a, mm. it's a new, it's a new Star Trek. It fits better with the new universe than it does the old. My favorite Star Trek board game is Space Cadets. I like Space Cadets. Which is not Cadets. a Star Trek license game. It's but not. But it is. It's, it's 100% like when they made that game. Because yeah. even the little miniature of the spaceship is the shuttle from Voyager. It totally is. I really like Space Cadets. <laughs> Didn't we just play that at the at the other Extra Life event? No, that was the Captain is Dead. Oh yeah, that was the, which is also also a good Star, Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> That's, that is also a really good Star Trek game. We should talk about those. They're on the list, but we'll, they are. We'll get, well, down, we'll there. get down to those because the other Star Trek game is it's it's the only Catan that I actually like yes, to play. Star Trek Catan. I like Star Trek. Catan. Well, you haven't played um, Spaceship Catan. What's that one called? Starship. Catan? Starship. Spaceship Catan. Starship. Yeah. Um, Okay. As of now, that game is super fragile. As of now, the only califragile, the only Catan that I actually like to play is Star Trek Catan, because I think it adds another layer to Catan that makes it not boring. Um, Well, agree to disagree. I I like the the little extra flavor that it adds. I mean, it's still not going to be my go to board game at all. But if I'm going to play like a gateway style game with some people that. So like sci-fi, that's saying, the one I'm going to take out. What you're saying is if you're forced to play Monopoly, you'd rather play Star Trek Monopoly. Yeah. Okay. So you can look at the pictures and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that episode. I don't hate Catan either, though. Fair. So, you know, if I'm going to play, if I'm with people that like sci-fi and we want to play a gateway game, I'm going to I'm going to pick out Catan rather than some party game. What if it's Wits and Wagers Star Trek edition? Oh, my God, if they had that, <laughs> I would die. So, All right, North Star Games, you heard it here first. Oh, my God, that'd be, like, so awesome. But I really like Star Trek Catan. Um, it's not going to be a go-to game for me or anything. And um, I have my, – my Star Trek Catan is autographed by Walter Koenig. And my box – Who is that, John D? Walter Koenig played Chekhov in the original series. We've we've talked about Chekhov we before. Have. We have. I taught you Star Trek trivia. Yeah. So in there was an episode. I guess I've seen so many of the episode or all the episodes so many times that in my head Chekhov was just, just always always there. there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, nope, he wasn't. So I never. I, I just never even realized that he wasn't always there. And Jared pointed out to me that he wasn't in the season one. He was not in season one. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But anyway. So Walter Koenig played Chekhov in the original series. Um, the guy that said, that didn't say, but the people say, like, there's a Wessel coming. Fire the Wessels. No, but he did ask where the nuclear Wessels are. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> He's a really in, nice guy. In the voyage home. He is a really nice he guy. He thought your name was Wheat? It was, you, <laughs> you, whatever, whatever, on your Gen Con badge, you had a Catan, one of those ribbons. It, it, 
Yeah. Was it Clay? Is that what you had? I don't remember Because you had now. to think that one of them was your name. Yeah, I don't remember now. I mean, he's he's older. He's gone yeah. through some really, really bad times. His his son committed suicide, and it's well, really sad. Well, way to bring this down, John. Yeah, it's super sad. But he's he's a super nice guy. But he autographed my Catan box, and my box was starting to get like a little bit beat up, just sitting on my shelves and stuff. So I did not want to continue using my Catan box. So... My friend Max that works uh, for the Daft Concept guys. DaftConcepts.com. Yes. He made me a custom box for my Star Trek Catan. And it is amazing. All right, I got this. I got this, Johnny. Hi there. Do you or someone you know have a box that is signed by a 1960s television star and the box is starting to fall apart? Wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where your friend could, or yourself, could order a custom laser cut box to place that game in? Well, not anymore. Introducing Daft Concepts. They have boxes that are made out of lasers. <laughs> made out of lasers. They're made out of lasers. <laughs> lasers. Um, is that, are those lasers like for on a shark's I don't head? Know. Anyway, so my box is super amazing and they do custom work. You mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. you can you can order the, now they can't put, you know, licensed things yeah, on your I mean, box. They don't have the legal right to put like the Star Trek logo on right. there. Right. We'll post a picture of mine. Mine does have licensed things on it because Johnny had some custom extra custom work done, some aftermarket. Right. Because my my friend did it for me. They did not sell it to me. They they can't do they can't sell you like anything that's licensed, but they can make you a custom box that will fit any of your games. So if you have a if you want to have something made for any of your stuff, send them an email. What's They're, that promo code, John D? Yeah, ten percent off anything you order from Daft Concepts. They make really awesome accessories. They make ten by ten boards. Um, your ten percent code is Eat Chit and Dice ten one zero. That's the number ten. Number 10. Not so, the word 10. Not the word Not 10. the word 10 either. It's the number 10. Um, and so go to daftconcepts.com. How do you say, do you say 10 and 10? 10. Do you have a, like, pin and pen? Do you have a... Pen. Pin, pin as in the thing you wear. Yeah, and a pen. Or pen as yeah, in the thing okay. you write with. Yeah, so 10, not tin. Yes. Yeah. Eat, chit, and dice, 10. At daftconcepts.com. Yes. That's not an email address. So. No. (laughs) But if you want to email them, (laughs) if you want to email them, I'm sure there is contact information on their website. So anyway, Terraforming Mars is another really great game that I've talked about a lot because I really like it. It's on my 10 by 10. I will not get 10 plays in, I'm sure. But um, I do really like it. I have a custom box for custom box and all the custom stuff for it, but it did not come from Daft Concepts because no, they don't you know, make I a box. I thought you just had an insert. No, I have a custom. Oh, I don't know. oh no, I haven't. You're right. You're right. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. I have a custom insert for it and uh, custom player boards. Because I have custom boxes for some games. Yes, as well. I just have all the custom in inner pieces for it um, from Daedalus. Mm-hmm. And and you have some game, game trays. trays, yeah. Because Game Trays and Daedalus work together for all that stuff. So they all go together. And Terraforming Mars, the only expansion I don't have are the newest ones. Uh, Venus Next. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I've heard only makes the game longer, but doesn't really add a Great. lot. 
Yeah. I've heard it That's really doesn't. That's what it needs. I've heard it doesn't really add a lot to the game. Like, um, this, the first expansion I've heard actually adds some good content, but well, Venus Next I've heard doesn't. One of the expansions is literally just a different board for you to play on. So I don't know how that, like, what extra that adds other than, like, okay, here's well, an extra the board. Well, the Helios and... Oh. Mm-hmm. That one is an additional board, but it also adds some, like, additional awards and other stuff. But v- Venus Next, I've heard, just makes the game longer. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to get it and try it and see what I think, but I've heard mixed reviews. Well, I know that you really love Terraforming Mars. I do. I really like it. But, and I've played the game. I like it. But... For me, what you get out of it is not worth what you put into it. Our gaming group really likes it. They've asked me to bring it back several times. I mean, I could be wrong. I could, you know, I'm just some guy that has opinions, but. (laughs) I mean, um, our friend Megan that plays with us has asked me to bring it back twice. I'm surprised they don't own it themselves. Well, my thought is maybe they don't need to because when they want to play it, they're like, hey, Johnny, just. Bring a return. She says, bring that space game back. <laughs> well, okay then. Um, we've talked about First Martians as well before. That's Yes, the, I've, I've said I have my complaint and the reason I didn't buy it is the whole app thing. Yes. but I, I will play I, your I version. Yeah, I will play yeah. your copy of it. I like it. I'm looking forward to it's, it. I, I mean, just, it's just Robinson Crusoe in space. I mean, my whole thing is I, I really have concerns about games that are 100% app supported because what happens when, when the app goes away? Yeah. Like when the company isn't there or when, you know, we aren't using phones like this anymore. Right, right, right. I mean, then, I don't think Android's going away anytime soon. But yeah, if the company decides like, OK, it's that game came out 10 years ago. We're not going to update the app for the, the new version right. of Android. So then then your game's pretty much worthless yeah and i mean there are people in the community that would develop some kind of workaround but yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong so there's my concern about app supported games like that i don't mind games that have like a companion app that you can use but don't have to but when the game depends on an Mm -hmm. app i've got some concerns however i've heard at least for now that it's a good game yes yeah, I would agree. I think that you would probably enjoy it, but... You know, we, we will find out. I'm sure I will yes. get to play it. Yes, we have so many games that are... I know. We have not played play. any games this year yet, so we really need to get back into our habit I mean, of playing. I have. Oh, yeah, but together, like our mm, our gaming, yeah. like... We, we we said that once the new year started, we needed yeah. to get it back in our habit well, of playing games. the new year hasn't started yet, John D. Has it not? No. Oh, we've still got like realize. ten months. There's oh. only ten months until Christmas. God, no, we really need to get back in our habit of playing games at least on a yeah. every other week yeah. basis. We have you you've played Alien Frontiers, right? Yes, the one that's kind of like Yahtzee, sort of sort of yeah. like Yahtzee. Okay, yeah, it's a worker placement game. Yeah, I played with it with dice. Larry. Okay, yeah, um, that one right there. Yes. Yeah, I really really like that one. It, I do too. It's so fun. Alien Frontiers is. Kind of like Yahtzee it's with kind Alien? Of like Yahtzee. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's worker not, placement game, sort of. You, you roll your dice, and I have the um, the dice that look like spaceships, which is an optional upgrade. Um, that I really like the space. I mean, they don't. You should pass on. They're it. weird. If, if they're you cool are looking. buying Alien Frontiers now, uh, you should definitely pass on the space 
this the ship dice. They're cool looking, but they they don't really roll no, very they well. Don't. <laughs> Actually, they, they don't. Actually, they roll fine. They, they roll don't too land. Well, yeah. They don't land well. Uh, but it, it's a worker placement game, so you have a dice pool. You roll them, and then there are specific rules about where you can place them. Like there's a, yeah. a spot that's two of a kind. There's a three, four, five space, or and like three of a kind stuff like that. So it's kind of I like to pitch it to people as it's kind of like Yahtzee, but in space. Um, it's got it's like Yahtzee with a worker trading. placement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. It was on my ten by ten like two years ago. I think. I think two years ago. I it's feel just, like it was on really one of your long. ten by tens last year. <laughs> it's just such a long game. It is. It's longer. It's than really it needs fun to be. though. Oh yeah, I like it a whole lot. Yeah, uh, a lot of people probably would pass on it because it is published by Game Salute, and there are a lot of people that don't support their products. I don't care. There's only one company that I won't buy anything uh, from, but it's not Game Salute. I don't have a problem with Game Salute. I don't either. Like, they don't have a ton of games I buy because they just publish so many games. I feel like they don't... I feel like, you know, their games are super hit or miss, but Mm -hmm. when they have a good game, I'll buy it. I don't have a problem with buying a game from them, so... I like Alien Frontiers. I thought it was fun. I've only played it, like, I think twice, but when I've played it, I had fun both times. Yeah, it's good. And I think that the spaceship-shaped dice are, are cool. There's just they're they're not practical. They are cool. They're they're very neat looking, but they're yeah, just they're, not practical. They're really not at all. No. I'm, I'm gonna keep playing with them. I'm gonna. I mean, I bought well, yeah. them. You have them. them. You might as well leave them but, in there. Like, do I regret purchasing them? Mm, no. Fifty fifty. If I hadn't bought them and I had a chance to buy them after playing someone else's copy with the spaceship you dice, probably wouldn't buy I them. wouldn't get the spaceship yeah. dice. I would just leave the dice that come with it yeah that makes sense pronounce the next one jared uh zaya zaya we've 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 had some back and forth on how to pronounce this and we figured it out because they have a kickstarter up for an expansion and so we listened to them say (laughs) it in the the video and it's zaya which i think is how i was pronouncing it before anyway i believe so i think it's how i was saying it as well in my head yeah But but who knows now I, mean, I guess we could go back and listen and be like, oh, we said Jow. I don't, I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that's what we ever said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, what would you call it? It's like a pick up and deliver. Actually, it's a roll and move. It's it, actually a roll and move. It is. But it's not a lame roll and move. Yeah. Well, and, and, and because it's got like, it's not just. It's not just a roll and move. It's not roll and move and you go around a track and you can't choose where you go. But I mean, it is is a roll and move. It's not Candyland roll and move. Right. But because there's those Candyland isn't a roll and move. It's like a flick and move. But anyway, it's it's not. It's hex based. It's not just like, okay, go around in a square. Don't choose where you go. So, I mean, it. Right. It is roll and move, but you get to pick where you're moving. Right. But anyway, it's a space game. It is. So it's 100% space time. It, the space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to say that because you said space-time. I can't yes. not think continuum when you say space-time together. <sighs> I'm sorry. But yeah, it's pick up and deliver. It's it's a big game. It is a big game. And it's pretty complex. I mean, I, I think it's rated like a 3 out of 5 complexity, which isn't, isn't that bad. 
but it's um it's a it's a larger game and they do have a kickstarter going on now which we will talk about in a little bit so uh hashtag stay tuned hashtag blessed hashtag 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 <laughs> hashtag hash browns no but it's a good game you know i think we talked about it a few times normally i would not ever play a roll and move but this one because i actually didn't realize that it was a roll and move for a long time until i was like wait a minute they trick you this is a roll and move hold on they trick you because there's a lot of other stuff going on there is and there's ship customization which i like there's a few things going on with with what Zaya mm-hmm. has to offer. So the next game on our list, yeah, I think Do you mean the one after the next one. No, 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 no. Okay, the next one on our list. I think that it got a bad rap because we totally screwed it up when we played it. Oh yeah, so you yeah, not the next one then, the one after that. Yeah, I'll I'll, here, I'll just reorder them. Okay. Yeah. So Space Movers twenty twenty one. Yeah. I think. It got a super bad rap because we totally messed it up when we played it. We we were like did <laughs> we were like pretty bad five or six rounds in before we realized that we were playing yeah. it completely wrong. Because on one of them, it's like make sure you start with cargo or whatever, and I was like, John D, hey, uh, this card references something. <laughs> we were playing it so wrong, and I don't I don't remember exactly what happened, but we talked about it in a previous episode. We played it just, so wrong. That by the time we realized we were playing it John wrong, just got up and our left. friend John just got he up just and left the store. Got up and left. He like left. He hates the game so bad that if we ever do give it another chance, which I would like to maybe eventually. I'll try it one more time. I'll play any game twice. He will not like even hear of it. I don't think he even wants to see the box again. No. I think if you walked in there with it, he would just pack up and leave. <laughs> I think so. Like I would like to give it another chance because I think the game has potential to not... I mean, it won't ever even be in my top, like, 200 games. No. But I would like to give it another chance. I think so. It was fun. It just... I was like, this sucks. (laughs) I mean, not the game, but, like... Okay, so... It's like a. It was like, like okay. A pick up and deliver style. We need fuel to buy fuel. We need money to get money. We have to deliver cargo. But we can't. But we're we having trouble. We don't have any cargo. What how, is going on? How, how are you supposed, supposed to, to get cargo? This this isn't working. This is terrible. We are so bad at this. Oh, uh, we're not the. Pro- I mean, we were the problem, but like but we were like five rounds into the game <laughs> before we realized like all the cards were referencing the cargo that we were supposed and we were to like, have. How the heck? Like, did what you get is cargo? wrong? And yep, and then it was like, uh, John D, this 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 right here says um, the the cargo that you start with, like yeah. this does not count towards your like your starting cargo does not yeah. count towards this limit. It was something like that, and I was like, John D, this card says that we're supposed to have starting cargo. Did we? Uh, <laughs> when we realized we this, our friend John packed up his stuff, said nothing to us, and walked out. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't think we'll ever play it again, to be honest. But. I mean, I kind of hope we do, but you might be right. Um, yeah. I think the game has potential to be fun. I think so. But uh, we played it super bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that is a lesson in uh, carefully reading the rules and probably don't let Johnny read the rules. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Terra Mystica is a game that exists. They made a follow-up to it set in space called Gaia Project. I, I If you want to play a super heavy civilization 
building economy simulator space game. That does not sound like a good It doesn't time. sound like a game that Johnny would like. No, but it does not. Terra Mystica is probably, I don't know, what the number two game on? No, it's not. It's not that high. It used to be on the hotness. It's up there. It's super, super high up there. I don't think it is on the hotness anymore. Uh, it's, it's not on the hotness, but down. I think it's on the, like, the top the actual like ranking, but anyway, they remade um, Gaia Terra Project is on the hotness. Mm. Well, maybe. Oh, it's it's ranked thirty eight. It is. Uh, well, where is Terra Mystica? It's got to be on here. Terra Mystica is number seven. Okay, so Terra Mystica is the number seven ranked game on Board Game Geek right now. Yep. Um, and they remade it in space. It's essentially the exact same game. It has a few changes. It's not exactly the same, but it's. It's similar enough that if you know and like Terra Mystica, but wish that it were set in space, then for some reason they made that. (laughs) I don't I mean, I don't know if they had people asking for it or if it was just a natural progression of things. But Gaia Project is just Terra Mystica in space. And it's it is a good game. It is a really good game. I mean, if you don't like super heavy euros like John D. I mean, it's a fantastic game. That's really all I can say about it. Terra Mystica in space. Terra Mystica in space. Yep. It does not sound like a good time. Yeah. I don't think you'd like it. Fair enough. What do you think about this one though? Empires of the void two. Um, it's a well, game from Red Raven Games. It's a sequel to one of their earliest games that they published. I have not played the er- that I haven't played the first one, but it has Red Raven on it, so I'm thinking I'd like it. Yes, because we know that I have a super crush on them as a publisher. <laughs> they make really good games. I mean, there's just no there's no getting around that. Yeah. Like, um, as soon as I discovered them, they're like my publisher crush. They are. The fantastic games, almost every single game that they've made that I've played has, has been, been amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have not played all of their games. I haven't either, but, but every single one of them that I've played, I've been like, this is great. Yep. Islebound. Um, Near and Far. Near and Far, Above and Below. Mm-hmm. There's another one that I've played. Uh, uh, Dingo's Dreams. Did you yes. play Dingo's Dreams? Yes, I played it mm-hmm. once. I need to own it. I don't own it, but I've played it. Yeah. Um, their games are good. They're really and their good. art is really good. Shout out to Ryan Lucat. I don't think he listens. No, but uh, somebody, might. maybe somebody that knows him, maybe will tag him. And be like, hey, they really like your stuff. We, we, we do. We, we do. do. We do. <laughs> we really do. I'm looking forward to getting the Amber Mines. Mm hmm. The well, and Fire expansion. So, Empires of the Void 2, which is weird. It's weird that that they but there's did. There's a two. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a video game or movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sequel. But it's it's another one of those, you know, space exploration games. It's got it's got. I some, didn't know they had a space game. Rolling. I'm really excited yeah. they have a space game, and now I want to check it out. Hmm. Um, I like. I'm super excited they have a space game. Like, that's awesome. Now I super bad want it. <laughs> Well, we can we can play it sometime. You have it? Yeah. Oh my god, I so bad want to play it. I, I will instantly back any Red Raven game on Kickstarter. Is that on Kickstarter now or It was. was re- How did Oh my god, why didn't you tell me? I don't know. I I mean, the game is here. So You have it? Okay, yeah. I really want to play it. Yeah, I got it mm, a couple weeks ago. Okay, I really want to play it. Okay. 
<laughs> we can we can play it. Red Raven games and a space game. I'm in. It's not. I mean, it's not just like above and below in space or anything. I like don't that, care. But it's, it's got. It's some Red stuff. Raven, so it's going to be a good and game. And it came with metal coins, <gasps> but they're not coins really. They're like I don't triangles. Care. They're like rounded triangle, like galactic. Awesome coins. components. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm in. All the games have great components. Yeah, they do. Okay, well, I guess we didn't actually talk about what the game was, but if you what is it? Tell us. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <sighs> <laughs> We just talked about it being super cool. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm rearranging some stuff here. Uh, okay, but we did play The Captain is Dead. We played it at an Extra Life event. What did you think of that thing, about that game, John D? I thought it was hilarious, and at the same time, it, it felt like Star Trek. I think... It was like comedy Star Trek. And Firefly. And... I mean, it was like comedy space. It was yeah. like a comedy space adventure. It is. It's it's kind of uh, a parody. So the, like the tagline is like, it's your favorite science fiction TV show. Something bad happened and now the captain is dead. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you it's, gotta like run around. There's aliens that are attacking. You got to. It's another one of those games where you should accept at the beginning of the game oh, that you are lose. going to lose. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. It's, it's another in that genre of like pandemic and. And police precinct and yeah. stuff. You are yeah. not going to win no, the game. Y- you might, but... I mean, you might, but like 80% of the time, you are yeah. not going to win. Yep, you're going to lose. So just go into the game with that mindset, and you're going to have a good time. I really like the art. Yeah, the art's really fun. Um, it, I like it. I liked it a lot. And Jared won the game, and my husband was mad because we were still there. We were there when Jared won and Jared wasn't. My husband was like, Oh, we shouldn't tell Jared that he won. (laughs) We won this game. Right. I was like, no, we're going to tell him. And we did. We didn't, we didn't lie. We told him, (laughs) but I was tempted to just be like, Nope, we won this game. (laughs) No, I really like it. It is a really really good good game. game. I agree. I mean, you got to move around the spaceship and fight off aliens and fix stuff that breaks. Yeah. Like, oh, that that thing's on fire. Okay, well, that while that thing is on fire, you can't teleport around the ship. Okay, so we fixed that. But while we were fixing that, um, this laser gun broke. And that means we can't fight off the aliens until we fix the laser gun. And, and there's no captain to be telling us what yeah. to do. And so we're like flailing around. There's not enough time no. to fix everything. So nope. you just got to be like, okay, leave the teleporter thing on fire. It's fine. Uh, fix the laser gun so we can fight the aliens. And then... Oh, okay, great. And then now a thing's happening, and great. The missile, too. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Everything is bad. And now there's a there, crap ton of aliens on the ship. There's this anomaly happening that we can't use any of our character abilities. It's 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 a super stressful game. It's but so it's, fun. It's it really is fun. so much fun. I like it. I like it a lot. It's very similar, I would say, to the feel of another game, Space Alert. Space Alert is a real-time game designed by Vladishottle. He really likes saying. I his just name. like saying his name. <laughs> he really do. But it, it, it's timed. There's um, a CD that comes with it. That's like the timer. Uh huh. And it's a program game. So you have to program your movement and talk to other people and be like, okay, if I go into this hallway on turn two, no one else go into this hallway on turn two because if we try to go to the same place, we'll bump into each other and then we'll have a problem. So it's a lot of like, oh, crap, I planned out all of my movements and then screwed up here at the very beginning. And now we died 
because I can't move to do where I was going to do. I can't move to do where I You can't move to do what you were Whatever. <laughs> I can't do what I was going to move to do. Right. And it's just it's another one of those games where you're just you're going to lose. Yeah. When you play this game, you need to realize you are going to lose. And that's okay. As long as everybody's having fun and shouting at each other and ruining friendships, then it's fine. Right. Right. <laughs> I would agree. I think it's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it muchly. Muchly. Yes. Johnny hates war games. I do. But I like them. There's a war game set in space called Space Empires 4X. It's a 4X game. It's made by uh, GMT Games, maker of popular war games. And it's just a bunch of chits. I mean, like you look at this thing, it's not even like a super complicated game, but if you looked at a picture of this game, you're going to just be like, what in the heck is happening? What is this? It's just a bunch of hexes with squares all over it. Do you guys even know what's going on? I feel like a lot of people don't like war games and that's fine. But if you do like war games and you do like space, eh? Fair enough. I mean, there's not much more I can say about it. It's a 4X game in space. It's a war game. Uh, the basic rules are eight pages long. So. Oh, my God. You know. <laughs> actually, that's not that bad for a war it's game. It's not. That's it's actually really, really short for a war game yeah. set of rules. The, the, honestly, most of GMT's war games are pretty accessible. But, yeah, you're looking at a chit that has just like, here's a bunch of numbers on it. Oh. It's just... Not All right. for everyone. Moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on. What is this? What did you add? Oh, Red Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That game's... It's not a very accessible game for what it is. Yeah. Um, But it's fun if you play it with other people that can appreciate the humor and the type of game it is. There's... Is that game even... Okay, so I know when they ran the Kickstarter for the reprint... They got it wasn't like a cease and desist, but it was like a some kind of issue where they had to like delay. I'm not sure. I don't know because I have the game. I bought it at Gen Con. Right. So. I mean, obviously, at some point they fixed their issue, but I think there was some kind of like Paramount had a, a problem with something and they were like, hey, possibly. Hey, this is Star Trek. We own that. You can't stop it. You can't do that. I mean. Which I mean, good on them, because if. I own something and you want to use it. Yeah. I mean, the description of it very clearly says red shirts, which is based on a television franchise that can never be named due to legal reasons. It it, it says that it does say that I looked it up on uh, BGG just now. And it does say it's based on television franchise that can never be named due to legal reasons. So yeah, I think there was actually some kind of legal, there was some kind of legal thing. I mean, it may have said this is based on Star Trek and they might, might have been have. like, Hey, uh, you can't do can't that. Say that. Yeah. You can't say so, that on TV. It, I think it's a fun game, but it's not accessible. Like I made the mistake the first time I played it. I made the mistake of playing it with people that aren't like big Star Trek. I mean, they watch Star Trek, but they aren't like super big Star Trek fans and they hated it. So I learned my lesson very quickly that you really need to play it with people that can appreciate the humor. And these particular people only watch the next generation mm, mm-hmm. and you can't appreciate the humor of the red shirt thing unless you watched original series. You know what I would say? I would say that it's like 
it, it, it's it's I think most comparable to Munchkin. Yeah, it really is. Um, basically, the idea of the game is you're taking the role of a starship starship captain, but your crew are a bunch of crappy junior level officers, and you're all you have your to send them to die. Yeah. Like, you want to be the first player to eliminate all of your red shirts. You got to send them on missions. Where they die. And they and they die. I, I, it's very much a munchkin-y kind of it feeling is. game. It is. And it's all, like, really, like, tongue-in-cheek type humor. So it is kind of a munchkin-y mm-hmm. game. I think it's really funny. It's not a super accessible game. Like, munchkin is much more accessible than red shirts. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny. Um, it's pretty much all I can say about red shirts. Fair enough. I just wanted to add it. Yeah, Um, yeah. A few years ago, there was a guy that had designed a dice game version of the Battlestar Galactica board game. And he called it BSG Express. Oh, oh, yeah. We started to play it on New Year's Eve, but then put it away and started playing BSG instead. So... The, the guy that designed that eventually pitched that game as a real game. Mm-hmm. It's actually published. And now it's called Dark, Dark Moon. Dark Moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But originally it was just a dude was like, I want to make Battlestar Galactica into a dice game. Yep. So when you play Dark Moon, it's very, it is very Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's different enough that I feel like it's, uh, you, you know, it, it's its own game at this point because they, they've made some changes to it. And it's not literally just the game Battlestar Galactica, but with dice. I think we had started to play Dark Moon because we felt like Battlestar Galactica wasn't as much fun until we had more players uh-huh. on New Year's Eve. But then John got there. So we were like, eh, let's just play Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Honestly, if you have the option to play both, I would recommend just play the full Battlestar Galactica right. experience. Which we did. But mm-hmm. we had started getting through all the rules on Dark Moon, and it sounded like it was going to be fun, but then we were like, eh, yeah. let's just play BSG. Yeah, and, and it's not that it's that much quicker. I mean, it's a little bit quicker, because, you know. Right, but we were only going to be able to play one game yeah. at that point, so, like, well. But Dark Moon, I think, is a is a good game, and I think it's really funny that it came out of just some guy being like, oh, I really like Battlestar Galactica. But I'm going to streamline it just a little bit. But I want to roll dice. I want to roll dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, check it out. Dark Moon. Or don't check it out. I don't know. I'm not your dad. I can't tell you what to do. I'm not a real doctor. John D., I want you to tell the story about Space Cadets Dice <laughs> I Duel. I rage quit that one, too. No, 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 no. That was the one that we played at Origins with that one guy. The, this, the, oh. the random stranger I don't. that accidentally punched you in the boob. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now you remember. I do. Well, accidentally. I mean, I <laughs> Pretty sure it wasn't accidentally, but he tried to play it off like it was accidentally. He pretty punched sure, you in the boob. I don't know. Pretty sure he pretty much wanted to touch my boob, so he quote unquote well, punched me in my boob. Uh, okay, so Space Cadets is a game that, that you like. You need like seven players to play it. Each player yeah. takes control of a certain station on a starship like you'll have the captain you'll have the guy that's in charge of the weapons you'll have the engineering guy and it's all a bunch of little mini games so the captain might be like okay well we need to divert energy from shields to weapons so engineering has to do a little mini game to divert energy they have to play a little like dexterity game or something and then 
uh, to fire the weapons, you have to flick a disc and shields has to play poker. I think that is one of the best large player count games. I mean, it's not that large. I think it's like seven players. But if you have seven players and you're all space nerds, it It is is really hard to find large player count games, especially good ones. And if you can't find that many people, there's a dice version of it that can play as low as four. But be careful. Beware of people that want to punch your (laughs) (laughs) room. It's it's like a frantic, like real time dice rolling game. So you're all you're rolling dice. Just you constantly got to grab the dice and roll. And the guy like fumbled his roll and the die was like flying through the air. And he tried (laughs) to catch it and he caught it. Right then, at my boob. And then punched John D right in the chest. And I, <laughs> he did. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But and then just kept rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it's very it's very similar to like the captain is dead, basically. Which I think is a better game. Uh, maybe. But as far as the dice game, like Space Cadets is is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the dice version is as good. The story of Space Cadets is like, OK, you've jumped into an unknown sector. There's an alien like spaceship or something, something's gone wrong and you got to survive long enough to fix the ship and escape. Are you breaking that chair? No, I'm kicking things. Oh, (laughs) but I really, really like space cadets and I want to get a group together of enough player to play the full thing. I want us all to role play. Well, I mean, we've got when we get all of our gaming group together, we have like seven people. We should play it. So we should we should make it happen. It, it could happen. Um, what about this, John? D? What do you what do you think about Clank in space? Um, I still haven't gotten to play it, but I really like Clank. And I've heard that Clank in space fixes some of the issues. It does. With Clank, um, Clank in space fixes some of the issues with Clank. So, well, you know what else is going to fix some of the issues with Clank? Um, the mummy, that mummy expansion, mummy, yeah. ex- mummy expansion. Um, yeah, because it's gonna have the a pyramid. You can't just like get well, in. Get and out. And we've you talked about stuff. why I haven't played Clank in space yet. So it was all your fault. Nope. Yep, we're blaming you. Nope. Because you were like, you can't play that because it doesn't count for your ten by ten. But you put it on your ten by ten. You put Clank slash Clank in space. You can do whatever you want. No, last year I did not. Oh, okay. This year. I, did. I don't think that that's a valid reason why you didn't play the game. You're allowed to play games that aren't on your 10 by 10. I, yeah, but. Uh huh. Yep. Got you there, huh? Whatever. <laughs> so not Jared's fault. Point no, Jared. Totally Jared's fault. <laughs> totally Jared's fault. Clank in Space was a really cool game. It, it, it was announced the day before Gen Con. Because they wanted to be all like super, super, um, Oh my god! I totally lost my train. Yes, yes, I did. They wanted to be super. Yes. So it was announced. The they wanted Wednesday to be like super, super secretive. Yeah. And be like, surprise! We have this new version of this super popular game. Mm-hmm. A lot. lot there were actually were a lot really of people mad. were like super mad about yep. it. Because they were like, "This is the same game." Yep, and it very much is the same game with a few. Uh, we've talked about the differences. Yeah, we've we've talked about them. Uh, essentially, there's a modular board. There's like player powers. So, and, and you have to get like key cards. You can't just like go into the dungeon, get the first treasure you see and leave and leave everyone else in the bottom of the, of the dungeon to die. So which, it's, uh, apparently so the, it's pyramid's the same game do. with a few issues fixed. Yes. Yes. And it's in space and it's in space, which means we get to talk about it in this episode. Yep. I noticed that you added race for the galaxy. Have you ever played that? Nope. <laughs> um, I think that a more accessible game is roll for the galaxy. 
So my problem with Race for the Galaxy is to play the game, you have to memorize like 27 different symbols. And to me, that seems like not an accessible game where to play the game and know the rules, you have to be like, okay, I have to remember what all 27 of these symbols do. Is there not like a good cheat? Like I'm sure yeah, there actually is on, on board game geek, but if you're just buying a game to play it and you have to be like, okay, hold on. We can't play this game until I go home and, and, and print out this, this and thing. Print, yes. And like, if, if it were me, I'd print it out and then I'd want to laminate it. Right. And yeah, cause I'm a big nerd. But it's just, it's too many things. Yeah. Fair enough. And I mean, it's not like roll for the galaxy does anything different. It's just less stuff is dice too right there is a all the phase icons on one page pdf that you can print out well at least that's helpful uh, i'm sorry it's not 27 it's 70 plus with oh my gosh with it's 70 plus icons and combinations oh that's with everything insane. all together mm-hmm. um a lot of people on bgg said they really like the game it is a good game if you can get past the learning curve yeah that's insane it is a little bit out of hand. Yep, sounds like it. Well, but, Eminent Domain, however, is I like it, it. I'm moving on to another game. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Go you, on. You looked at me like I was crazy. I'm just moving on to another game. And did you have more you wanted to say about? About Race for the Galaxy? No, but I'm just confused about where you're going with this. Well, I was just going to say Eminent Domain, however, is a really good game. Okay. I think that it is a very that, good... Is that me or you? Um, oh, it was me. I'm sorry. Mm. I thought I turned off all my sounds, but my <laughs> iPad is in my laptop ah, bag. I see. Um, Eminent Domain is a really good space deck builder. It's by Tasty Minstrel. By Tasty Minstrel. Um, I think there, I, there's several expansions. Are there there's not? a lot of expansions, actually. Yeah. I think like four yeah. or five, maybe. I believe so. I haven't played any of the expansions. Um, I've only played the base game. Let's see. One, two, three. There are three large expansions and then some promo. Yeah, there's, there's yeah three three actual expansions and then some promo cards. Yeah, I've only played the base game, so I can't speak to any of the expansions, but I think it is a really solid Space deck builder. Whoa, the most recent expansion has a really low rating on Board Game Geek. I bet somebody is mad. Ouch. Well, at least the base game is a really solid yes. deck builder. Solid. Art is horrible. Total misstep from TMG. Does not match at all with previous sets. They clearly haven't even tried to keep with the theme. A real shame, a great game, but I don't think I'll be getting this. What? Rated a one. Well, okay, that guy does not like it. I guess not. Can't make everybody happy all the time. No. Whatever. It's a solid game. You know, we didn't put like Merchants Venus on here. That's a good game. That's Eric Semmerer's favorite game. Is it? Mm. Oh, I mean, allegedly. I don't know that it still I didn't is. put it on there. I, I, I almost did, but I, I you didn't, and mm -hmm. I have no interest in playing it. Oh, so I, I like it. I have looked at the game a million times, and I think I would hate it. <laughs> Uh, and I yeah. thought there was maybe a reason you didn't put it on there. So that's no, why I didn't put it on there. I just had put a lot of stuff on here already, and I didn't feel like adding more and more to it. Um, I was, you know, we had a lot of games on here already. Um, you hadn't added it, so the games I added were either games I really want to play or games that I felt needed to be added or games that I I want that I already played. Fair enough. 
Yeah. So, like, um, I added Among the Stars, not because I've already played it, but because it's a game that I really want to play. Um, I, I have not played Among the Stars, but every time I've looked at the game, I've thought, huh, this is a space game that looks really cool. I think the components look really neat. I would really like to play this game. I believe it's out of print, so I cannot purchase it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, but I think you can still get it on Star Amazon, Wars. but when you look at it on eBay, it's like crazy expensive. So I think that, I think it might be out of print. Hmm. Um, don't well, quote me on that. But. Okay. Don't worry. I won't. Uh, I mean, it's not like we have a recording or anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, know. 100% among sure. the start. No, it's it, what? It's like $35 on Amazon. I said on Amazon, you can get it. But like when you look at it on eBay, it's like 90 bucks. Well, don't buy it on. Oh, I'm I just, have this. I know you have it. You have everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about this game. Yeah, I do like this game. Yeah, I really, really would like to it's play a, this game. It's a drafting and tile placement game. Yeah, and I like drafting games. I yeah. think they're fun. Uh, I mean, I, the I would tiles like to... aren't tiles. They're square cards. But, it's a, yeah, it's a tile placement Yeah, and it's a short game. game. It's like a 30... Yeah, it's like half an hour, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not a long game. So Yeah. It's, wow, it's, I totally forgot about this game. Yeah, I've always wanted to play this game. So I added it to the list because it's it's one of those games that... I've, I've never gotten a chance to play it, but I've always wanted to sit down and play it. So I thought it warranted being mentioned. And yeah. it showed up on a lot of lists of space games that people really like. Okay, cool. So I thought it was worth a mention. Well, if you want to hunt down Among the Stars, apparently it's not as expensive and out as print. Out as, out as print. Yeah, you can get it on, on Amazon. It's like 35 bucks. Okay, cool. So. Okay, so John D. has this recipe that has a story attached to it. It does. So it actually has kind of a funny story. I originally was going to do like muffins or something because I like to bake. And I thought. I think you, were you doing muffins just because I wrote muffins? Yeah, (laughs) I thought that was a good idea. I was like, ooh, muffins. And I was like, I wonder if there's any like fun decorating ideas for muffins that you could like make them look like, like space or something. So I Googled like tasty space muffins. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that... Don't, don't Google that. <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> or, or do. I learned... Do not Google that. I learned that space cakes and space muffins are made with pot. <laughs> I did not know that before I Googled Great. it. Great. So instead, we have something different. We do. So instead, I started researching what astronauts can and cannot actually eat in space. Um, uh, and- they can eat whatever they want. Um, they cannot. They can. They'll just have to deal with there NASA thing, firing there, them. Yeah. So interestingly enough, you, you know can that smuggle whatever you want to you on know the that, space station. You know that nasty like freeze dried ice cream that they yeah, sell. Yeah, that's good. They are. They do not take no, that into space. No, of course not. That thing that crumbles into a yeah. million pieces. It has you, only been yeah. taken into space once in the 1970s. It did not go well for them, and no. it has never been taken into space again. As soon as you open that, it turns to dust. It does. You can't have dust in space. So it is only enjoyed by children on whoa, Earth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I don't think they actually enjoy it either. Whoa! I love that stuff, John. Do you it watch actually your, is kind of good. Yeah. Um, but it is only enjoyed. You get the Neapolitan it is only, ice cream sandwich. It is only a space food enjoyed here on Earth. Um, but what uh, what some of the really popular foods among astronauts on the space station are spicy sauce because their sense of what taste. What does that mean? Spicy sauce. Um, like sriracha? They like spicy sauce, like sriracha, hot sauce, um, anything like spicy sauces. Mm-hmm. 
um, because their sense of taste is reduced due to fluid redistribution in the body. And uh, basically your sinus cavity gets all messed up when you go to space. And since yeah. you um, taste flavors through your nose, it right. gets messed up. So spicy, it's my understanding. Right. So spicy sauce can reactivate their taste buds. So they eat a lot of spicy sauce in space. They also eat a lot of tortillas and wraps. Because you can't take bread because it's too right. many crumbs. And there's not a lot of crumbs. Actually, a really popular thing in tortillas is peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what I decided to do is a spicy chicken and avocado wrap. Now, of course, they can't actually eat this in space, but... Why um, not? Well, they're not. They, they may be something, a variation of it. Why can't they? I mean, just because they don't doesn't mean they can't, right? Well, there's like rice and that kind of stuff. It uh, would it would be yeah, a you probably little can't take rice. messy. Yeah. Although. And also everybody knows avocados can't go to space. Although uh, there is Japan. Uh, there's a company out of Japan now that does uh, Japanese food for them. Oh. So they can have space like sushi. udon. They have like udon and Ooh. different types of sushi and stuff now. Ooh. They also like shrimp a lot in mm, space. No. Nope, 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 nope. So, um, no shrimps. So, yeah, I learned a lot about what astronauts eat. Yeah, so there's a recipe for spicy chicken and avocado wraps on our website. Yep. Um, and maybe, it's actually really, really easy to make. Maybe make it, maybe don't make it, but if you do I, take a picture and send I it to will me. not eat it because I do not eat spicy foods. Yep. But my husband would like it because he really, really likes spicy foods. So. Yep. As if, always, make it, take a picture, send it to me at Ira Flato at sciencefriday.org. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a super easy recipe. So we've got so many Kickstarters this week. We really do. We. Uh, okay. So originally we had one, and Johnny was like, ah, we should get, we should, we like, should get at find least another like one. one more. So the first one, um, there's a reprint of Zaya expansion because the expansion just was not very easily available. So um, they're doing a reprint of the Embers expansion and a new expansion for missions. And I think that I will buy that. I've played, I've played my copy of Zio to be fair, twice. A lot of, what, how many Kickstarters are you at now? Mm, I don't know. Like a yeah, lot. Yeah. Who knows? I'm going to look it up. Uh, but if, if you like space games and you have never played Zaya, the answer should, is hundreds. You should check it out because it's it's good. And there's um, an expansion that you can get on Kickstarter right now. So we'll have a link to that in the episode notes. Yuppers. What's this one that you, you want to talk about? The one that you. Yeah, did? it's really cool. Um, not a hundred percent sure I'll back it because I don't know how practical it is, mm -hmm. especially considering I don't carry keys a lot jeremy yells at me for it all my husband yells at me for it all he's like why don't you ever carry your keys with you but um it's these hex chest mini dice boxes and pebble dice and they're really made for you to put on your key ring i guess you wouldn't have to but they're they look like maybe they're they're wooden maybe laser cut mm -hmm. and this company is amazing i have some of their stuff so they're these little tiny Elder dice wood. boxes they're like they're like key ring size and they open up and they have these little pebble size seven like a whole set of dice inside of them and they actually started a really reasonable price with plastic dice that come with them um with a whole set of seven at like 25 bucks and then it goes all the way up to 100 bucks to have like um signature art etched on the outside dice. with aluminum mm -hmm. dice and engraved art 
And they are beautiful. Like, seriously beautiful. And I could not get away with spending $100 on them. But seriously, look at the Kickstarter. These are gorgeous. Yep, I'll put, in a, put a link there for that, too. Yeah. Um, and I guess we found another space game. Uh, Planetopia? Or Planet... O- 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 it's, I mean, it's Planetopia, but I'm trying to make a funny pronunciation. Planetarium. Plant, planet... Opia. I don't know. It's Planetopia. It's a deck building game and like pattern building game. And I love the deck building games. Johnny super likes deck building games. I like deck building games as well, but I don't think I like them as much as Johnny does. And that one looks cool. And the last Kickstarter that I want to talk about is from our friends at Genius Games, maker of Cytosis and other great sciencey games. Do they, we know the people there? Or did I, you just I say know friends? them. Okay. Yes. I, was saying, I don't think I've met these I guys. know them. I'll introduce you. Uh, but they have a new game called Subatomic, and this one is Atom Building. All of their games are science-based. Like, Cytosis is about human cells and stuff like that. Cool. And they're all they're all pretty good games. So we'll have links to all four. All four. I, th- I think it's maybe a record. It might be. I think that might be the most we've had before. I think usually I think we've had three. I think we've before? had we've had three. F, you know, yeah, two or three yeah. is normally, but yeah. four, might, four be might be a record. I think we should stop at four. I think. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should. We'll, we'll launch we could have a, a whole podcast. Kickstarter yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Well, we'll put a link to all four of those Kickstarters in the episode notes as well. And if you want to check out those or any of the other games that we've talked about in this in this list. Check it out. Look in the notes and go boop, 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 boop on your computer. That's the noise that, that it makes. The computer makes. That's, boop, 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 that's boop. the noise my computer makes. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with it. <sighs> well, I mean, I guess if you, I don't know. Computers don't make that noise. They, they shouldn't make that noise. Let me put it that way. Okay. You can shut up now. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time. Oh. <laughs> you told me to shut up, and then you're just looking at me I like... I did tell you to shut up. Because I'm always afraid you're going to, like, record me saying something super dumb. Yeah. I always do. I know. Okay. Well, that's all I've got for space episodes. Uh, I don't think Johnny had anything else to add. No. I deleted something from the list, but I don't remember what it was. Yep. So... so oops. Yep. And until next time, Jared. Until next time. You... Can eat shit and dice. Yep. Okay, goodbye. Eat Shit and Dice is an independent production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license, attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0, international. So, you really don't think that Discovery's gotten that much better? <laughs> okay, well, it's gotten better. I feel like the writers put their big boy pants on after the Christmas break, or after the winter break. I just... Uh... I mean, I don't think it's like it's the not best Star Trek. Star- I think it is. I just don't think it's. I think it's different Star Trek. It. My problem is that okay, if this takes place ten years before the original series. 
Oh, there, there's definitely some what like what the heck's going on because the the. Oh, there's a ship that can just appear and disappear whenever it wants. That doesn't make any sense. And the They'll Klingon war it. did not happen like this. Um, this is not the way the war went. Well, okay. Do you know what my theory is? That it's that they're in a different mirror universe. Yep. Yeah. I think they're in a complete. I, I think I think that they have screwed up the continuity. Or not con- they've screwed up the timeline. They're not in Prime Universe. No, they, they can't be. If they if they said that they was in the Abrams universe, if it was in, the, I don't think they're in the Abrams universe you know, I either. So? I think they're in a completely other universe. I mean, there's no way to know because why would they tell us? Um, they told us that Khan wasn't Khan. <laughs> that was my argument I had with somebody else. He was like, you know what? I trust them. They said this was the Prime Universe. It was, it's the Prime Universe. I was like, they told us Khan wasn't Khan too. And he was like, yeah, you're not wrong. That was super lame though. And I was like, oh, we can't trust them. Yeah. I'm going to keep watching it. I don't hate it. I don't like super love it, but I don't hate it. It's keeping me entertained. I'm looking forward more to season two of the Orville. Oh, the Orville's great. I actually, I was really disappointed to see that the season was over. I kept waiting for another episode yeah. and I was like, no, it was, it was a short season, but it's been renewed. So I know it'll happen. I know they renewed it like halfway through mm-hmm. the season. So mm-hmm. anyway, you can use that for our after. Oh, I will. <laughs> That's what I was planning for our after. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we're going to talk about Discovery for the after discussion. <laughs>